Hi, you with Julian on the brown note and Jeremy Corbyn, the time is now start a new political party in the UK. So one thing that has really blown up about the Gary Lineker tweet in support of refugees, which I did another post on, is the enormous support there still is for the ex-Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn, who was treated more disgracefully than any political leader in the UK in my entire life, who represented the change the UK needed, who had an amazing groundswell of public support and who the entire universe of media in the UK burnt to the ground as though they that he was a witch um, with a similar level of accuracy. The counterpoint of the Lineker tweets so I was constantly seeing all of this support and I've not seen it drop off for Jeremy Corbyn in the wake of that, given that Jeremy Corbyn, well, the two things that really came out is that Lineker was um, somebody that uh, called for uh, Jeremy Corbyn to be sacked um, and the BBC never did anything. But people were looking at the BBC saying that Gary Lineker shouldn't have a political opinion about refugees and then looking at the BBC's own political opinion towards Jeremy Corbyn, multiple commentators working for the BBC calling for him to be sacked. Um, and the other thing is that he's such a good man that he was out there front and centre supporting refugees in the wake of Lineker who asked for him to be sacked. Um, he was out there supporting Gary Lineker. Whereas the current leader of the Labour Party, Keir Starmer, has generated an enormous amount of bad will as someone that doesn't stand for anything, who's a Tory and a Blairite, as in somebody that has a link to the factional cancer that is Blairism in the Labour Party. And the big thing was the fact that the normally centrist uh, media entities like The Guardian and the BBC acted as a handmaidens to the right-wing media and facilitated the attacks on uh, Corbyn, which mainly centred around anti-Semitism um, because Jeremy Corbyn supported Palestinian human rights and the pro-Israel lobby is very strong in the UK and very intrinsically linked to Tony Blair and Blairites who will never ever criticise Israel's human rights abuses ever. And they were the, the, the reason they used racism is all of the normal accusations they could have used against Jeremy Corbyn, which was so effective in the Murdoch press against Labour from the 80s on, which was commies under the bed, socialism. Now the British public had had years of Tory austerity destroying the country people would have actually gone, yeah, that's great. I wouldn't mind a bit of democratic socialism, actually. Uh, none of the economic arguments were working anymore. So they needed something toxic to tar Jeremy with. So they used anti-Semitism. Uh, it's one of the most hypocritical and wrong-headed things that's happened to a political leader ever. The argument was never that Jeremy Corbyn was an anti-Semite. It was that anti-Semitism existed in the Labour Party and was apparently a problem for the media whilst Jeremy Corbyn led the Labour Party. Even though these were apparently systemic things in Labour that were there before him and after him, it only really mattered to anyone when he was in charge as a stick to beat him with and because it was a toxic one. So you've got the BBC and The Guardian every night 
going on about him being an anti-Semite. The, the real offence there is that the least racist political leader in UK modern history is Jeremy Corbyn, a guy that's been on the front line of anti-racism demonstrations for decades. Whilst on the opposite side of the fence, the media are giving a free rein to endless Tory racism from the likes of Boris Johnson and the Conservative Party. We've even got now, and there's a massive groundswell of support for Jeremy Corbyn right now because he is such a good man. There's a film that's coming out, just been released. Um, a controversial new film about former Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn gets its three screenings in Devon despite distributors having problems getting venues. Oh, Jeremy Corbyn, the big lie. Uh, the film's producer, Norman Thomas, said, In my period as leader, Jeremy Corbyn was subject to a huge media storm. He was accused of being everything from a communist spy to a terrorist supporter. The aim of this film is to get the truth out. Um, populist activism is actually hiring venues to show it. Uh, it's narrated by Alexis Sale, the comedian, and includes interviews with people in the thick of the drama, including filmmaker Ken Loach and Andrew Murray, Cor uh, Corbyn's former political advisor. The film tells an absolute shocking story of treachery and deception. People of all political stripes and none will be amazed. Um, it received its world premiere in Berlin, but finding UK venues to screen the film hasn't been easy. He said, Jeremy's leadership of the Labour Party is still such a controversial subject that many venues have been reluctant to show the film, but local people are organising to get their own screenings. This isn't dead. They, they excommunicated Corbyn from the Labour Party and kicked him out for alcohol reason because they couldn't have someone so popular in the background. Keir Starmer is the antithesis of Jeremy Corbyn, who stands by moral conviction and has never wavered his whole life. Starmer has represented this modern cancer of Labour, which is they need to stand as close to the Tory party as possible to get elected. And this all stems from Tony Blair. There are people that try to make the case that Tony Blair um, is the only electable version of Labour. This is the biggest lie that's been told to the electorate in the UK. It comes from right-wing neoliberal elites because they don't want to have a real Labour Party in charge of the UK. They will do anything to make sure we get uh, a neoliberal, Murdoch-approved version of Labour. Starmer stands for nothing. He couldn't even stand up for refugees in the first instance when Gary Lineker came out and um, supported them. He has lately quoted Margaret Thatcher. Guess what other Labour leader was also into Margaret Thatcher? Tony Blair. Let's have it right. Tony Blair took over the Labour leadership from nowhere in the 90s after John Smith died. John Smith would have won two elections because of our 18 years of Tory rule. They were so on the nose. Roger Rabbit would have won that ele first election and the second one, and in the third election that Tony Blair won, he lost over 60 seats, millions of votes, because of his slavish, obsequious arse-licking of George W. Bush in the Iraq War. And since that point 20 years ago, no Blairite has gone forward in an election, ever. But we constantly get told that the only reason Labour can win an election is if they stand as close to the Conservatives as possible. 
which has never been true. We've just seen a similar scenario in Australia where the incumbent right-wing party behaved so badly they lost an election, yet the Labour guy was trying to stand as close to them as possible. Tony Blair was supported by Rupert Murdoch and his godparent to one of Murdoch's grandchildren, I believe. Now, at the moment, Keir Starmer's Labour is being incredibly punitive to anybody that is actual Labour, apparently threatening people holding screenings of that Jeremy Corbyn film, but also I think they've actually um, disendorsed something like 16 um, MPs of colour in Leicester in a massively non-white area. They're putting down their version of Labour and they're being extremely punitive towards anybody that doesn't support Keir Starmer's version of Labour. The public don't want it. Keir Starmer's been only ahead in the polls because of the entire embarrassment of the whole Boris Johnson implosion and the subsequent failure of um, everything else that's happened in the last three or four years under Tory rule or under the last 10 years of Tory rule. But make no bones about it, the only Labour Party that has gone surged ahead with the populace since 20 years ago is Jeremy Corbyn in that first election where he wildly outperformed expectations. So everyone in the media, including The Guardian and the BBC, sat up and spent three years trying to take him down, hammering him every day in the most awful ways possible. So we had the um, Brexit election. No one would have won that. Every single media source in the UK was happier with us having Boris Johnson and Brexit than they were with us having a socialist Jeremy Corbyn in charge. And this is why I want Labour to lose the next election, which I did a piece on. Labour will scrape over the line with Keir Starmer through no fault of his own and through nothing to do with his policies being Blair policies. He will scrape over the line because of the dysfunction and corruption of the Tory party being so on the nose with the public. But what you'll get is what we've had for the last 20 years. People like The Guardian and the BBC and pundits everywhere telling you the only reason that Labour can get elected is because they're closer to the Tories. That's why I want them to lose. The UK is already screwed. Another four years of Tory dysfunction will probably not go full term. They're so screwed anyway. But I don't want to reward that that view, that right-wing view that only a right-wing Labour can get elected. I think that's more damaging to both the Labour Party in the UK in the long run than losing the next election. I don't want them to be able to say, look, Jeremy Corbyn lost the Brexit election. Keir Starmer won a bag of rocks. Therefore, Labour can never be like Jeremy Corbyn. It always has to be like Keir Starmer. So I know, Jeremy, you've given your whole life to moral crusades and Labour and being kicked out and treated like shit. But I'm asking you, start a new party. The current Labour is infected by this cancer of the Blair cult. It, it is so intrinsically supported by the UK's media. It's undefeatable. But what you can do is you can join up with all the other people, you can become a focal point for all of the other people in the country who are Labour voters that are disgusted by Keir Starmer's Labour Party and disgusted with the media.
and go grassroots. The support you get will be amazing. And any journalists out there that, or any pundits out there that say, how dare you support <coughs> the Tories by saying that you want Labour to lose? How fucking dare you after what you did to Jeremy Corbyn when he was Labour leader? Did you support Labour when he was up against Boris Johnson and Brexit? Or did you turn on him? Because don't you dare come to me and say that I'm not supporting Labour. You have eviscerated Labour. I want Labour back. The only way to do it is to wipe the Blairites clean. Labour takes its votes for granted. It thinks that just because the Tories are so awful, and they are, that we'll never not vote Labour. And that's always been true. And Labour would always be better than the Tories. But in this instance, I want Starmer to lose badly. I don't want anyone to spend the next two decades saying this model, this fake model of Labour, this Tory light neoliberal Labour that can't stand for any moral conviction at all is the only one that will get elected. It's a lie. The current Labour Party is dead. We need a new party. Jeremy, we are not done with you. The amount of people that still love you for being honest and true and something we never get from political leaders. <clears throat> Why is it always that Labour has to change to be more like the Tories to get elected. The Tories don't get elected changing to be more like Labour. They go hell for leather right wing. Why when Labour get elected does it never reward its voters? When the Tories get elected, they go far further in rewarding their voters than anyone would ever expect. They don't water anything down. They want to hand out tax breaks. They want to attack refugees. They do whatever they like. <coughs> Apparently Labour aren't allowed to. Well, I think they should. I think this needs to be a new Labour Party, a new Democratic Socialist Party for the UK. Help us, Obi-Wan, you're our only hope.